Hey, I'm Allegra Levy, and you're listening to the Scout Archives, the place where I have the pleasure of introducing you to some of the most influential young people I know. For more information on today's interview, head to www.thescoutarchives.com. There you can find photo shoots with our guests, pieces of work they've shared with us, and many other surprises. See you there. If you know Morgan Higgins, you would know that she has quite a presence when walking into a room. When I first met her, she was as bubbly as they come, full of energy and life. She's always been true to this sunshiny quality of hers with every interaction I've had with her, whether it be serious, funny, or just a simple hello. Throughout the past year I've known her, I've learned that although she has a free-spirited personality, she takes her relationships, her work, and her education very seriously. I occasionally see Morgan strutting the streets of New York City, completely dolled up and in high heels, having come from a class. She mentions that dressing up for school makes her feel more responsible. Morgan is a loud presence and makes herself known when she is in a room. She is eager to approach any situation with an open mind and lives her life in a fearless way. So listen in to get to know Morgan as I do, a young woman with a talented spirit, a brilliant mind, a bright smile, and a giving heart that captures many who cross her path. Hi, Morgan Higgins. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Would you like to tell the people where we are? We are in New York City in your apartment, your gorgeous apartment that I want. (laughs) And Morgan is curling her hair because she's um, getting ready for our little photo shoot. She's doing this in a very strange way. You're going the opposite direction, you know. But it's fine. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Um, Okay, should we jump in? Yeah. Can you tell us where you're from, what your childhood was like? Okay. Um, So I'm from a tiny, tiny beach town in California called San Clemente. And I grew up with my mom and my dad and my little brother. I have a very tight-knit family. My, I don't know what you want to know. Um, <laughs> we just are like very close. Um, and <laughs> just tell me, just tell me like what, like what was school like? Oh, okay. Was... So basically, um, I went to a really small school. It was K through 12. It was K through 12, but, um, and my school had like a hundred, my class had like a hundred kids in it. So it was really small, and um, I was Did you go there the whole time? I went all the way through? From 6th through 12th. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, And I, like, didn't love it. I did not like school um, because I was, like, the loud, out-there kid, and I don't think it was... Don't think it rubbed people the right way. I'm just, like, a very big personality, so... um, Were you a focused kid? um, I was focused on... Well, at first... Okay, so in middle school, I was kind of, like... Hermione Grangery, where I wanted to, like, be the star of the class, you know, and mm-hmm. and I had to get straight A's and stuff, and then when I really, really started to get into music and, like, theater, I kind of, that became more of my focus, and, um, so I was focused, just not always, like, on just school. Right. You know? Got it. Yeah. So when did acting and singing and dancing as well, when did that become a part of your life? Who inspired you to do this? When did you first, what was your first experience with all of these things? When I was like three years old, I used to watch Sound of Music like three times a day, which is a very long movie. Um, yeah. And I used to sing it and, um, and like dance and, you know, Do Re Mi and all of that jazz. And so I, that was my first like interaction with theater. So, um... Sound of Music definitely has a special place in my heart, but I actually started in music with piano. I took classical piano for seven years, and uh, then I realized like I really wanted to sing and act, and the first show I was in was actually just an acting show. It was um, it was Little Red Riding Hood, and I was Little Red ah. in first grade, and then um, my, well, I don't know, music's always been like, a big part of my life. My mom always used to play like Frank Sinatra and like Streisand and like Perry Como and Dean Martin, like all those classic, classic people. And my uncle sounds like Frank Sinatra when he sings. So when I was like growing up, there was just like a lot of music in my house, but my, neither of my parents sang. 
So um, that's like really interesting because my yeah. brother and I both sing. But yeah, so I don't, I, I can't really say like when, what that was like the moment. I just know that like sound and music is like, has a very special place in my heart. Um, and, and then I started singing like in second grade, kind of like really singing in front of people. And the first song like I ever officially learned was I Want to Wash That Man Right Out of My Hair. Was that specific? Yeah, there's a video of me in like a white dress doing like this motion, this like hand washy thing with my hand on my hip. I don't know what I was doing. Yeah, and then I was in like these like weird plays that my old school did. And then when I got to my like middle school and high school, I was in like Tom Sawyer. I was Team Moon in Little, uh, not Little, in Once on This Island. And then I was in Fiddler, and then like high school, I don't know, I was like little, I was Joe in Little Women, and hmm. um, yeah, and Eponine. The good old Eponine, Lemons, can't go wrong there. So when was the moment you were like, I think that I want to pursue this as a career? Um, well, like when okay. was the first time you were like, okay, because you were acting through, like, like you were acting on the side, even though you were in high school and plays and stuff like that, you were always doing shit on the side. Yeah, so I had been auditioning since sixth grade, like, professionally, um, in LA, mm-hmm. um, and, like, when I was, okay, so I guess I could talk about this. So, um, also, like, I have a YouTube channel, and basically, so, like, I was acting on the side, and I was like, I want to do this, and, like, so randomly we had this friend who was like good with YouTube like had connections and with like building media so like we tried to like produce stuff on YouTube and it kind of went well but and I like was like oh I want to do this and then like this was in middle school and you really you kind of realize like how hard it is and so for like a cup for in like eighth grade after my eighth grade year I like stopped auditioning and I like stopped doing the YouTube thing and I kind of just was like no I want to be like a normal kid and then I missed it so much, and then I was like, okay. So I, I wanted to do it, like, I wanted to do it like every kid wants to be famous kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, I stopped because I was like, eh, is this really what I want? And then I, I realized when I missed it, I think, was like that that was kind of the moment when I was like, yeah, I can do this. And the funny thing is, like, I never really, like, had lessons or, or anything like that. Um, and I wasn't the kid that, like, took things that seriously, like, I didn't take dance, I didn't, I kind of just like, was like, oh, I'm going to do this. And I kind of took advantage of like, I don't know, the like talent that I, I don't know, kind of just like had, which was bad. And then I was really serious my senior year. So like, that's kind of, the story kind of is all over the place. Mm -hmm. It had the highs and lows and I definitely stopped in the middle. But when I realized I missed it was when I really started committing myself to like auditions and like really being off book for auditions and and like pushing my agents to send me out and um and I never really got back into the YouTube thing because YouTube's just it's hard because like if you're not there every day posting something you're you're gonna lose engagement with your fans and I just am very bad on social media so I see yeah I hope that sort of answers your question no definitely okay amazing um you're on rising star <laughs> yes <laughs> when was that star. that was when you were younger much younger I was 16 when I auditioned for Rising Star. Oh my god. And um, what was that like? What did you learn from that? Well, I will never forget my first audition for Rising Star. I was 16. It was like, oh, the night before my audition for Rising Star, my mom and I got in a huge fight because I had auditioned for like The Boys and X Factor when it first came to the U.S. So I was like auditioned for the first season. I made it past like 13 rounds, but then I didn't get on the show, which mm. was so shitty. Um, sorry. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't use bad words in this interview. Um, no, you can curse. I don't care. So, um, yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to do this reality TV thing. I never make it on shows. Like, it's dumb. So I was like, I'm not going to do it. And my mom was like, no, we already, like, signed up. We're going. We're going tomorrow. Uh, and she's not a stage mom, but she just was like, we already plan on doing this. Like, don't be a baby about it. And I was like, fine. So we went, and I, like, really didn't want to go. And I, like, the song I sang was Listen. Um... From Dream Girls. From Dream Girls. Um, and um, first I auditioned for like a casting associate, but she really liked me, so she took me like straight to the producer. And he was like, he was British. He's, his name's Ken Warwick. He like produced American Idol and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he like was like, wow, like, do you do theater? That was the first question he asked me. And then he had me try to sing like a real pop song, and he was like, 
you can take the girl out of theater, but you can't take the theater out of the girl. That's what he said in his, like, British accent. Oh, jeez. Um, and I was like, okay. But he really liked me, and so I went through, like, four rounds of that, and then um, I got on the show. And how um, long was that whole process of auditioning for, like, how many weeks or months was that until you actually got on the final show? Uh, we started filming in June, so I think it was, like, a month and a half of auditions because you have to do, like... A million rounds. You to, of yeah, you have to do a million rounds. You have to do, you know, the first round, like, the first, like, producer round, and you have to do, like, the callback, and, you, you know, it's just, like, it's just a, it's a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, and that's not even, like, that's not even when you get on TV yet. Um, you're still, you know, doing the behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, and so then I got on the show, and um, it was very interesting because the first round... They really wanted us to, like, show ourselves. But I didn't... The thing about my voice is, like, I do have a really big voice. And, like, I didn't want to just sing, like, a pop song. So I chose Alone by Heart, which is, like, an 80s rock mm-hmm. rock ballad anthem, whatever. Um, and um, it was... I just wanted to do it because it was, like, a big, belty song. But it also showed character. And it wasn't so, like, adult contemporary Celine Dion that, like, wouldn't make me marketable. Because that's a big thing on these shows. They, they want you to choose songs that are, like, marketable. So the first one I sang or was was that, and it was really interesting because on these shows, like on TV, they make it like you practice all the time with the coaches, or like you're always in rehearsals. But the reality is, like you have a lot of downtime, um, and it's really lonely because like we you're put up in a hotel, and like you don't really know the other contestants. And I was really young at the time, so a lot of the other people were like old, so they could like, go out and do whatever. And I was kind of alone. And that was a like, card. And so we only rehearsed like twice before coming on the show with like mm-hmm. the band and stuff, which was like nerve wracking because you know you're singing up there in front of like millions of, of Americans and like you're yeah. like, never practiced this song before. Let's see how this goes. And so I just remember like when the wall like raised, it was the coolest feeling in the world. I was so nervous. In fact, if you like go watch the video, my hand is shaking. My friends were making fun of me because like my hand like shakes while I'm holding the mic because I was so scared. And then when the wall like raised, it was so, it was just really nice. And I remember Brad Paisley like didn't swipe yes or no. And I was like, come on, Brad. Like, mm -hmm." and he was like, you just like, it was just that like my voice isn't super poppy. And like, you can hear that when I sing in the the song. Wait, who were the other judges? Kesha and Ludacris. And Kesha was like, you remind me so much of a young me. Um, and I'm like, oh, oh my god, Kesha. that's so crazy. That's <laughs> yeah, ludicrous. so he was like, yeah, ludicrous, and he was he was cool too. Um, but like, so the first round was really great, and like, I felt super comfortable, and like, I was really happy that I could get, sing what I wanted to sing. Mm-hmm. Um, the issues started coming about like my second round, um, and that's like when I got voted off. And I think like the thing that I learned was that even. <sighs> First of all, listen to the people you trust the most. So my mom was there with me through the whole time. And, like, um, you know, I'm, I'm, like, a 16, 17-year-old girl at the time. Um, and obviously I love her. She's my best friend. But um, she would be like, hey, like, make sure you do this on your song because, like, this is something that's going to, like, set you apart. And then my vo- my voice coach, like, at, for the show would be like, don't do that. Like, this well, – one of the things they said he said to me was um, – um, you can't vary the song there. This isn't a multi-platinum album, like, because it varies. It's because, like, you know, it's catchy. And my mom was like, no, you should, like, change it up and make it your own there. And I'm not saying that, like, that's what got me voted off, but, like, I think that, like, part of these shows is kind of, like, making things your own if you're going to sing a pop song. And the second song I sang was Edge of Glory, and there was, like, a vocal variation I wanted to do. And, and um, first of all, the song was not my, like, my what I wanted to sing it was like I had a list of like 50 songs and that song was like my 51st choice of song and it was because all the other ones were like too slow too ballady like not in my market okay. um because I don't know people just like think that I'm marketable in a certain right. genre obviously and like the industry is about making money so you know they're not gonna a producer isn't gonna put money behind someone they don't think they can market in that market so they wanted me to sing like Demi and I love Demi Lovato like I love her new stuff especially um and or like but at the time that's not what I would felt like showed me the best so Lady Gaga was like the closest I could get to being doing something big and and belty um that I knew in a short amount of time when I was choosing a song so um it wasn't in my like strengths which I think hurt me and it was hard because like the producers are telling you one thing and the people you love are telling you another thing 
And so I think just to, like, stick with your gut is something that I've learned. And you have to, like, there was the, the person, there was someone else on the show who, like, always did what they wanted to do. And, like, they ended up winning. So hmm. even though, like, because you know your strengths better than anybody else does. And so, and at the end of the day, it's your ass on the line yeah. out there on the stage. So, like, if you're going to make a mistake, it better be one you can, like, put behind you 100%. And for me, like, I don't feel like I could put my Edge of Glory performance behind me 100% because it wasn't something I originally wanted to sing. Um, and I don't know. So, yeah. So yeah. I learned that, like, just listen to yourself and listen to those you love and trust those you love because they're going to be there, like, at the end of the day over anyone else. Mm -hmm. It's so corny, but, like, it's so true. Um, I love that. Anyway. Love it. That Perfect. Was long, that was a long story. No, it was great. Okay. What made you decide to pursue higher education and what urged you to take a gap year before you started college? A gap year was never in, like, the plan. Okay. Um, my family is very, very, like, ever since I was a kid, my mom has been like, I don't care what you do. Like, I don't care if you get your degree in underwater basket weaving. You just have to go to school. That's, like, all I ask. And, um, so, she, literally, words straight out of her mouth. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> so, um, that's basically kind of, like, why I wanted to do college. Also, like, high school was an awful experience for me. And so, everyone told me, like, forever that college was, like, so much better. And it is. Um, than high school. So, like, I kind of wanted to have, like, a good experience, a good, like, social experience. And yeah. I think that, like, in addition to all of that, like, it's not just, like, my mom and my family that, like, has made me go to college. I actually, like, wanted to get an education because I do believe that, like, people who have – I think it just, like, looks better and it's, like, better to be educated regardless of what you're doing. Like, uh, I never wanted to be, like, an actor that, like, didn't get a degree. Right. Um, I mean, even, like, there are stars that, like, were actors and then, like, went back, like, Emma Watson or, like um, – you know, Jodie Foster, Meryl Streep, like, they all have educations, and, like, I just think it's really important, because, like, in order to understand the world around you, I think you have to be, like, educated, and I think part of the experiences, um, that you, I think the experiences you have in college can really shape who you are, and, like, to miss out on that experience is something that I, like, never really wanted to do, like, I wanted to grow as a person as much as I possibly could before entering the business, just because, like, it's a tough business, and, yeah, you really have to be ready for it. So that's, like, the reason I pursued higher education. Um, and I took a gap year. Okay. So, okay. So, <laughs> like I said, I wasn't supposed to take a gap year. Um, and the reason I took a gap year is because um, I actually ended up booking a film. Uh, well, it was, like, a – it's, like, a TV – made-for-TV movie, but it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um <laughs> So, basically what happened is it was my last audition before going to NYU. Like, literally the last audition I had. Mm -hmm. And, um, again, my mom was like, will you just go on this audition? Like, I hadn't booked anything in, literally I'd never booked any movie, any show, like anything. And I'd been auditioning, you know, for a while, as I said earlier. Um, I keep burning my hand. Um, <laughs> and um, I was like, fine, we'll go. Like, I don't really care about this at all. And um, I, like, walked in literally not caring. Like, I legit did not care at all um, about the role. I didn't care because I was so excited to go to NYU. <sighs> I auditioned for this movie called Lost in the West. And um, I had originally auditioned for a different character. And I, like, got all the way to producer callbacks on a different character. And literally, like, the last day of callbacks, of producer callbacks, the producer was like, hey, can you, like, cold read for this, like, new character? And I was like sure because think who wants a cold read and a producer's callback um but I ended up like reading for the cowgirl which is so funny because it was just like it's just so funny I don't know why but like they were looking at all blonde hair blue eyed or like redhead freckled girls and then all of a sudden they wanted me like to read for this character and it was just like it didn't make sense to me but I was like whatever like okay um and they ended up like loving me and so um yeah, so we ended up booking that, and, um, oh, originally it was supposed to shoot actually in the summer, and then it got pushed back because we shot in Spain, and I think there were just, like, visa issues and, like, hmm. that sort of thing, but it was just, an, it was a really cool experience. It was, like, my first official acting job, and it was for Nickelodeon, and it was, yeah, it was just, like, really fun, and it was cool to shoot in another country that, that I'd never been to before. Um, that is really cool. Yeah. 
that was like my favorite part of the whole thing. Damn. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and why were you, why did you decide to pursue theater in college? Like, why did you decide to get a degree in theater as opposed to film and television? Um, I think that, like, no, I'm not trying to knock any, like, TV actors here, but I think that, like, there's a certain skill it really takes to be able to do theater. There's, there's a th- certain stamina and a certain, like, skill set you receive in a theater degree mm-hmm. um, that you can apply to film. But I don't think you can take a film acting style and apply it to theater just because it's always easier to, like, scale down emotion, but it's not as easy to scale, like, up emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that theater is making me as well-rounded as I could possibly be. I'm, I've already learned so much. Like, I've become such a strong dancer, or a stronger dancer, um, <laughs> than I was. Um, and... <laughs> Which is really nice for me because I was not a dancer. Um, and just making me, I don't know, I just, I think the degree is something that, like, you can use in a lot of things, surprisingly. And, um, like I said, it's just easier to scale something down to film and TV than it is to scale it up to Broadway. Um, and now, you know, even in film and TV, you kind of have to be a triple threat. So, just having a program that has, like, acting, singing, and dancing is just really useful. So nice. Oh my god, Morgan, I'll get you ice. Jesus, why didn't you just tell me that? Um, okay, well, I'll ask you another question in the meantime. Uh, what is it like being a working actor while being in a rigorous program like NYU Tisch? And like, how do you balance uh-huh. all of this? Yeah, sure, I don't balance it. No, I do. So my agents and managers are in LA, mm-hmm. which basically means that um, they can send me out on New York things, if there are calls, but most of the TV phone calls are in LA just because that's where they shoot 90% of stuff. Um, so basically what I do is I do a lot of self-taping, mm-hmm. which is not my favorite thing in the world to do. Here's your ice. Is that it? It feels good, yeah. Ooh. It's not my favorite thing in the world to do just because like, I think that like for an audition, you definitely, obviously casting directors want to hire someone who's a good actor, but they also like, I feel like they like to know the person and in a, in a self tape, it's just like really difficult because you don't have the connection. You don't have the connection. You know, all you do is you walk in and you're like, hi, or, or on a self tape is you're like, hi, my name's Morgan. I'm this tall and like I'm represented by this person, but they don't get a feel of your presence. So that's really hard um, being here. Right. Um, and just like finding the time to do it with school is difficult just because um, our program is so rigorous um, and if I do have an audition in person which I have had a few you're really not supposed to miss school which you know presents an obvious problem yeah uh, because because you when you, if I got an audition for like you know let's say Hamilton I'm not, I'm not gonna go I'm gonna right. go um, or like if I was called back for Hamilton, I'm gonna go even if it's gonna, you know, sacrifice mine. Schooling. I mean, I if if I had to leave Tish, um, like, yeah, would you? If I had to leave Tish, I would leave Tish, but I would take a leave of absence, and then I'd see what I'd see what my options were from there. I wouldn't like leave NYU entirely because I do want to finish my degree. What have you learned about yourself as a person and as an artist since moving to New York City? And how has your approach to your work changed from how you were in, like when you were in um, California to now that you're in New York? Okay, so everybody in New York is like here for a reason. And um, it's not that people in LA aren't, it's just that the drive, I've found that the people in New York have a higher like go-getter personality than people in LA do, which is one of the reasons why I love New York. Um, But it's really pushed me in a great way to be focused and to like not, it's just being in a competitive, I'm the kind of person who when I'm in a competitive environment, it makes me want to be better. And like New York's kind of pushed me to be like that. And so I guess like that's something I learned, but I also knew that I would have liked that. So, you know, there's that. Also, like, learning from others around me is something I've definitely learned from. Like, 
something I've always struggled with is mixing and listening to people who can like mix their voice and like where they're putting it is something that I really haven't had the benefit of before just because my school like wasn't an art school and it just it was just different so I was kind of like the kid who who like did get the roles and so like I never really had to worry um and now it's like okay like you do have these flaws you know and you do need to work on this um which is really good for me just because I want to get better and like I want to be better also like in acting you know um I'm a person that like is in my head a lot um and the classes here have just like really forced me to to not really do that um and to try to find like new ways to connect and bring like my emotion into the room um that I didn't have before yeah yeah great Oh, and practice. Practice all the time. That too, which I never used to do, and now I'm like always practicing. That's great. So, gosh. Yeah. Um, is there something that one of your teachers here, or I mean, maybe somewhere else, but I feel like since it's more recent, is there one? Is there something that one of our teachers oh, have taught you that you're like, oh, I'm going to keep this forever? So much. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I can't even. Just give me I one. can't even begin. Um, oh, gosh. Probably Barbara. Barbara. Yeah, I knew yeah. <laughs> like Barbara Terrell is my favorite human in the world. Um, uh, last year she was my acting coach, and she she was she was a tough cookie on me, but like I really needed it, and I appreciate it so much. Um, one day she, we were in like a we were in a rehearsal or something, and she looked at me and goes. She was like, that was really good. Now you just have to do that in the room. And no matter who's in the room, you just have to, like, think to yourself, fuck them. And just, like, do you. And I was like, yeah. And then, and I know that seems like such a, like, weird, weird piece of advice that, like, wouldn't really, like, inspire me. But I'm, I just, like, I act, I love to act. I do. But, like, it's, I'm just, like, I'm always worried about what everyone else is thinking, like, when I'm acting. And, um... And, uh, she just, like, to have it, someone who, like, has booked and, like, is like that, or say that to me, um, it just, like, honestly has affected me so much. Like, even when I was home this summer, like, and I had to be on set, or, like, when I was doing auditions, I was just, like, either they're gonna like me or they're not gonna like me. Like, I'm just gonna go in and do it. And, like, I, that's just, like, one moment that stuck out to me, but it's, like, that sentiment throughout the year where she just kind of, like, encouraged me to calm down and like not be performative as well I think just like be in the moment and like be this character if I have to be like a high school bitch just like be like the bitches in high school you know and it's just like be that and like find find whatever like brings that out and like and I don't know she I, I just love her so much um anyway <laughs> I'm gonna send her this interview and be like hey I talked about you yeah no you should you should and I think this is, like, one of the things about, like, acting and singing that I've learned in, the, in this program is that, so I, like, consider myself a singer-actor. And, like, so if I didn't reach my own standards in those classes, I, like, was, am, like, really hard on myself. Like, you know, you're my acting class this year. Like, even this year, I'm, like, oh, like, my scene the other day, you know, it was a disaster. Um, it maybe it was wasn't a disaster, disaster, but it just, like, it could have been better, you know, and, like, and, like, I didn't reach my own standard of myself, right, you know, and yourself. what I feel like people expect of me. So, and, like, what people expected me in singing, too. Like, at home, I was, like, known as the singer. Like, I was the singer. So, like, last year in vocal performance, I got two songs that I absolutely hated. And so, therefore, I hated getting up in class because I didn't show my best self. With dance, I have no expectations. So, I'm kind of just, like, everyone already knows I suck, so it doesn't really matter. Um... Yeah, so I guess that's, like, the best way to put it. It's just kind of, like, having no expectations in that vein kind of helps. And I think it helps me get out of my head, which I'm trying to do with, with acting right now, too. So Okay, great. Yeah. I just was really curious about that. That's a good question. Hey, everyone. I hope you're enjoying the interview so far. I wanted to take a little bit of a break and tell you guys about something pretty cool. I don't know if you've ever heard of Vibe LA sunglasses, but they're pretty rad. And Morgan's been kind enough to give us her discount code that she uses. It's Morgan20. So you should go to vibeglasses.com and you should buy some shades. I'm going to as well and we can match. And you can type in Morgan20 for a discount. 
All right, thanks guys. Back to the interview. Should we talk about Mr. Student Body President? Yes. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, Student Body. You're on a Go90 web series. Yes, I am. Called Mr. Student Body President. You play Jenna, right? Yes, I played Jenna. Um, Jenna. What was that like? (laughs) What has that been like? Um, What are some of your favorite memories from that? Uh, Okay, so this was something that I filmed the second half of my gap year that I actually booked um, like January of my gap year. I remember when I got the call for it, um, I was like skiing somewhere and they like called me and they were like, you booked it. And I was like, oh my God. Um, that was not important. Um, so (laughs) anyway, um, uh, so I remember like, and I think this is part of like kind of what I've learned here is like when I first got onto set, it was only my second project and everyone else that was on set had like worked. And I was like the newbie and I kind of felt like out of it. This was the first season and I loved being on set, but I, you know, I had a lot of other things going on in my life and I was like, should I really be here right now? Um, it was a lot of fun, but I never felt like I was like part of the cast first season, which is so interesting because we actually filmed the second season and when I came back, it was like, oh my God, like Morgan. And it was funny because I didn't really think anyone even like knew me or like noticed me in the first season. Cause I was just kind of like the young one. Um, and and um, the second season was just like, I had, we just shot that this summer and we had so many memories. Like, like every day just coming to set was so fun and like crafty like you can't go wrong with going to craft services and like everyone like gossiped at craft services this is like weird stuff that we do on set but like or we would like make these dumb music videos like lip sync music videos on set when we were like doing nothing and I don't know it's just like the whole experience like well the first season was great that's I'm not saying the first season wasn't great but the second season was like really when it was a family and I think it was because like after being at NYU for a year and like having that experience where like you have to be like 100% dedicated to the work in order to like feel like you're part of the work mm-hmm. um and I didn't feel that I think that was the first like problem with me the first season is like I was like oh like you know I have a boyfriend so like I should be hanging out with him or like you know my brain was always somewhere else and like and that was another problem with like me acting in general was that like my brain was always somewhere else it wasn't like I'm here to do the work like this is my first priority and so when I did second season I just felt so like involved and like I loved my cast and like they were just all so amazing and um I miss them so much right now I've been like talking to them like constantly one of them's actually in the city today um he's like doing a concert and I texted him I was like break a leg um I don't know it was just it's become a really great family like I know I can call any of them up and be like hey like come like visit me in New York or like hey like let's get lunch in LA whenever I come back you know or and the first time like, I just didn't really like get that vibe because I wasn't present um so be present kidlets um oh my gosh <laughs> um um oh oh so something exciting was that the first season so can I talk about this now or are you gonna ask me about it oh I don't know go ahead no maybe you do know maybe not okay so um the first season of go 90 was not or, Great. The first season of Student Body was nominated for um, six Streamy Awards, which was like a really big deal. Um, which is basically the Streamies are basically like the Academy Awards for like web content, um, or like the Emmys for web content. Um, and so we were nominated for six things. We were nominated for Best Director, um, Best Writer. We had two nominees in the Best Actor slash Actress category, and then we were nominated for Best Ensemble and Best Show. So. Um, we, oh, oh, so we ended up, uh, there was, a, there was, like, a award ceremony at the Beverly Hilton that I couldn't go to, because I'm in New York, sadly, um, and, um, the award ceremony was two weeks ago, like, three weeks ago, maybe, and, um, I was bummed I couldn't be there, but we won Best Director, and then they were all there, like, waiting for Best Ensemble, because, or, well, most of them, we were waiting for other things, too, but, like, Best Ensemble was the other thing I was nominated in, um, besides Best Show, and, um, we won Best Ensemble, and, like, the whole ensemble went on stage, and they actually FaceTimed me from, like, the show, and everyone was, like, screaming, and, like, they passed me around to, like, everyone, and it was just, like, so adorable. They were, like, we miss you, like, come here, and they were so cute, and it was just, like, so exciting for us because, like, I mean, I'm, like, oh, 
I'm like a winner. I'm like, I get a trophy and like everything, you know? And oh it's my God, just so like, exciting. I can't believe it. It's like my first like official awards thing. Um, and for a show that I really care about and I miss so much. My character, oh, I can't, I can't, can't talk about this. It's content. Okay. Content related. But like, um, but yeah, my, so um, I just miss filming and I like miss the cast and like hopefully I'll be going out there for like the premiere, but like we don't know about that yet. We don't know the set date for the premiere yet, but make sure to watch it because it's really fun. It's good. Student Body is just basically like a West Wing or a House of Cards, but like for high schoolers. So it's just the inner workings of like the student body and like school and um, huh. it's funny. It's like more on the adult humor side for sure. Um, but it's it's a really, it's a great show and and I recommend watching it, obviously. Check Love it. Also, wait, I don't have this on here, but let's talk about Hey Boy, obviously. Oh, God. <laughs> um, did you write that yourself? I co-wrote it, actually. So, like... And what made you decide to... <laughs> when did this all come about? What is it about? What is... Oh, boy. I actually do know what it's about, but I want you to say it. <laughs> okay, so... There was this boy in my life who I hate now. Um, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> but um, he was my boyfriend of four years, but we, like, definitely had, like, our ups and downs and, like... This song was, like, about the, like, down part of it, actually, even though it's so upbeat. And it was kind of, like, me, like, come back to me, babe. Like, hey, boy, like, you know I'm here, and you know I'm, like, better than, like, anyone you'll ever find. So, like, let me blow your mind, babe. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> and, like, if you guys have ever watched the video, which I'm sure you haven't, but maybe she'll link it. Um, I've seen it. It's great. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, a baseball field because he, like, plays baseball and, like, he, that was, I don't know, I just thought it was, like, a cute, cute thing, because, like, I'm, like, I was, like, his biggest fan, um, and, um, I don't know, I just, like, but, yeah, it was basically just about my ex, and, um, yeah, <laughs> me trying to get him back and, like, woo him back, um, makes sense, yeah, I love it, it's my fave, I listen to it a lot, um, <laughs> You are known for having like a very bubbly, sunny personality. Obviously, people who listen to this, I mean, they can probably just tell that you're just very <laughs> sunshiny. Um, do you ever feel like that that's, um, that people take advantage of that or think oh, yeah. that 100%. you are, like, has there ever been a time where you felt like, oh, I'm coming on too strong or that people think I'm too happy that, like, I can take anything in the world or that they can take advantage of me? Yeah, so... Something I've learned, like, about this business and, like, being here, I guess, in New York, everything, kind of, is that, um, when I, well, when I was younger and I, like, was doing more of the music thing, which it, I'm not, I haven't given up completely, but, like, the music industry is just really hard to break into, um, is that people will try to take advantage of you, especially when you're young and you, like, want to not be famous, because I, that's not really the goal here, it's just, like, I, I just like to sing and do what I love. But um, uh, people will try to take advantage of you, especially if you're sweet and especially, like, I don't know. They just will. Um, and, like, um, you know, and they won't take you seriously, which has, I think, been a really big issue for me because I do come off really bubbly. And, you know, in the past year, like, I was with a management company for a very short while. And, like, I've been, you know, people, like when I'm with them, I try, I, I be nice, I'm nice because, like, that's where I'm used to, like, being, and it's not that I can't be serious, it's just sometimes if I am not nice, I can come off really, really harsh, um, so it's really hard for me to find a balance, um, and what I found is, like, especially in New York, like, if you're not a pusher, and if you're not, like, taking advantage of every opportunity, and if you're not, like, going to every open call, and if you're not, like, going, or, like, telling your managers to, like, send you out, and if you're just, like, kind of nice about it, like, oh, like, will you, like, send me out for this? It has to be, like, no, send me out. Or, like, or like I can't be with you. Like, if you're not going to be 100% behind me, like, I can't work with you. And you kind of, in this business, you, like, really do have to, like, approach it that way. Because, again, people will take advantage of you. Whether it's, like, music or acting or, like, representation. Um, they, it's not like people have ever, like, really been mean to me. But uh, because, I don't think because of my bubbly personality, but I think they kind of look at me like, oh, she's just like so sweet and like she's so young and green and like she won't be able to handle X, Y, and Z. And like that's not how I want to be perceived, mm -hmm. even though that is a really big part of my personality. It's just like sometimes hearing that is like, 
okay, well, if you're going to do that, then, like, then I guess I can't be, like, the nice guy all the time. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Which sounds bad, but, like... That's true. It's it's true. You kind of have... Especially, I think, in New York, you kind of have to come off a little more, like, business-like, I guess is the best way to, like, put it. You have to come off a little more serious. And I just don't... I think that, like, in L.A. you do, too, but it's just, like, there's a different vibe out there. Yeah. You know? Um... Mm. um what do you hope to accomplish in the future and what do you think your art brings to the world? That's a really tough question. My art brings to the world. Um, I haven't thought about that. I should have thought about that one. Um, you can take a time. I mean, I don't want to be like corny. No, be corny. What the fuck? Just be corny. I don't care. Um, Okay, well, this is an open forum. Here are my dreams. I would love to be on Broadway playing Alphaba. That's a dream. Great. I would love to be in Hamilton um, playing either of the, well, any of the sisters, but like Eliza or Angelica specifically. Um, Do you think that you're more someone that who, who wants to be an actor because you, um, you like to fit into the role, or do you want to also just be like a creator of things? Oh... I mean, I could, I could see myself like directing and producing at some point in my life for sure. Um, but I don't, and I would also love to originate new roles, but like, I don't know if like I would be like the writer of a new role. Does that make sense? Like, um, I would love to like be in my own new show or like, you like to have the material kind of set up. Yeah. I'm not really like, and that was a big thing with the music industry. Cause like right now, like being a songwriter is a huge, huge thing. And like, I can songwrite with someone else, you know, but Mm -hmm. I'm really bad at like being super open about my feelings or feeling like the work that I put out is sufficient, you know, when it comes to, like, my feelings and my emotions as opposed right. to just being, like, oh, this is some, like, 20-year-old singing about, like, an ex that, like, broke her heart, you know? And sometimes I feel like that's so trite. So I think for me, like, being a creator and, like, writing has been tough for me in the past. So I don't know about, like, creating stuff necessarily, but if someone were to give me content that was new, like, I would love to, you know, originate things, of, right. of course. Um hmm. And then also I want to be, I do want to be in TV and film too. Like a lot of people always ask like, oh, what do you prefer? And like, it's such a hard question because the mediums are just so different. Um, But I definitely see myself doing both. I don't see myself being in any other business except for the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. Um, So whatever that is going to entail, hopefully I'll be in front of the camera, but I'm not opposed to like directing or producing either um, at some point. So Gotcha. Um, I think out of all the people I know who were excited about the eclipse this summer, you were probably, like, you take the cake for sure. (laughs) Um, can you tell the whole story of your eclipse journey you went on and how, like, why this whole thing affected you so much, why you still talk about it? (laughs) Just give me the full details. Okay, so, um, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I'm sort of, like, an astronomy buff. Like, I love space. I think it's the coolest thing ever. Um... I'm putting more eyes on my burns. Um, I love space. It's like, no, it's fine. It's like really cool. Um, my uncle has always like really been into like astronomy and I think I get it from him. Like I think planets are amazing. Like if I were to study any science, it would be astronomy. Um, and when I was younger, I remember being in science class and reading about solar eclipses. I think it was like fourth grade or whatever grade you like study astronomy in. Um, (laughs) and I was like, whoa, like I want to see a solar eclipse so bad. Um, and so I remember last year when they like when it was like announced that there would be like a solar eclipse and I turned to my mom and I was like we need to go like we absolutely need to go and then she like was like yeah let's and then you know earlier like in in May like no plans had been set yet and I was like I'm going I'm going somewhere like y'all don't have to come with me but I'm gonna go see the eclipse for sure and so um my mom was like no no we all want to see it so we like made a plan to like fly up to Oregon I live in California, so we fly, we flew up to Oregon, and we, like, got a huge truck, and we, like, bought all this camping gear from, like, Walmart, because who wants to, like, take camping gear on a plane and, like, pack it all back up, because it was, like, a two-day trip, so we just bought all this camping gear from Walmart, and then we, um, we, like, set up a camp, we went to a campground, and we, like, camped, and, um, it was literally the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. So basically, like, we stayed overnight, um, and then the next morning at, like, 10 a.m. was the eclipse. And so everyone was, like, out in their, in, um, in their like, tents and, like, in their cars or whatever, and everyone had those stupid glasses on. 
Um, and we, uh, like, <laughs> we're sitting there, and you don't know what to expect. You don't know how it's going to, like, feel. And it's so hard to, like, put the way this eclipse felt into word because, like, it was so odd. Like, it was so weird in the coolest way ever. Um, it was, like, it was, like, nighttime, but it wasn't nighttime. And it felt like nighttime, and it was cool. It was, like, 80 degrees, like, right before the eclipse. And when it started to eclipse, you could feel the air temperature just dropping but it was like 10 in the morning so you're like it's not gonna be like as cool as like you assume it to be I just can't even describe what it like looked like or felt like because I was freaking out and like all the crickets came out like it was night but it was 10 in the morning and everyone was like screaming and like all the animals were having like an animal reaction like oh it's night but like it's day so like it's weird so all of like non-humans were like freaking out because they were like what's going on you know like what is this because eclipses obviously don't happen often so it was like a natural obviously it's a national or natural phenomenon and it's um it was just like so odd but it felt like I don't know I got this like feeling inside of me like oh my god like something's gonna happen like it was it was just like a weird reaction because it's just not something that happens in our daily lives so I think like just as like like our like real human selves like I was like oh that's like weird but like whoa that's so cool like you know have you seen like the double rainbow all across the sky did you ever play like tiny whatever it was called yes you know what I'm talking about yes you know when they like freak out yeah that's like what everyone was doing that's so crazy yeah so it was just like the coolest experience like ever um just because like I've always wanted to see an eclipse and I can cross it off my bucket list and um yeah, I got to do it with my family, and we, like, we're a very, like, close family, and we do everything together, so it was just great to, like, be with them and share that once-in-a-lifetime experience, um, yeah. I love that. That's awesome. Um, what was it like the first time you fell in love? Have you ever been in love? Yes, I've been in love. Okay. Okay. So tell me what it means to you. Uh, I hmm. <laughs> so I'll never forget when this guy told me that he like loved me for the first time and like I'm not the kind of person who like falls in love fast but like he what he is he still is um and um I was like that's kind of weird that he like loves me already like wow <laughs> um, and then, like, we, this is the guy that I dated for four years, so, you know, um, I think that, like, being in love is, like, it's so difficult to put into words. It's just kind of, like, you know, the feeling when you, like, look over and the whole world around them is just, like, blurry, and it's just, like, them, and, like, yeah, it's, it's like those moments when you're like driving, it's the simple moments. It's like when you're driving in the car with them and like they're singing and you're just like looking at them and like they're singing, they're like, hey, let me show you the song that reminds me of you. And like the whole world just like stops. Like even though like you're driving in a car and like it's a minivan or something like weird car, you know? And um, or like, you know, or, or like when you're cooking like a meal for like Thanksgiving dinner like for your family it's just like those like little moments I will never forget like this one time we were like cooking this like I don't know it was mac and cheese that I had burned until like he fixed it because I can't do anything um and he like we were like taking it out of the oven and like we both just like connected for a moment and I kid you not like the whole world stopped like I keep saying that as if it's like I don't know something that happens often but literally like we just connected and he was like did you just feel that and I was like yeah like did you feel that and he was like yeah and like it's really not like it's just it's it's just like the feeling that you just like absolutely like know like this person's like your person and oh my lordy <laughs> yeah it's just like if, you know like no matter what you do like they're gonna be there for you like they're gonna be there to comfort you you could tell them anything in the world they're not gonna judge you um and yeah it's just like 
I, I know I still sound like I love him and like I tell myself I don't but like I think deep down like I do even though like he's an asshole now um, but like I think it's really easy to like be scared of love because like when you are in that position with someone it, it really is like so real and you know all of your like hopes and dreams fall away because they're like all that matters in that moment or like in those years like it's it's like you can't I think like I mean I don't blame him but like I I was definitely distracted for like four years and I'm like way farther behind in my career than I should be because I sacrificed so much just because like spending like that extra hour was worth it with him because like I wanted to I didn't want to be anywhere else and like I've never in my life felt like I wanted to give anything up for anybody except for him and like we used to talk about like stupid stuff like getting like married or like having kids and and like I'm not a person that's like a kid person now I like kids but like I'm not a person that's like a kid person but like with him I would have given on all I would have given everything up for him and like I don't want on one end like that's not healthy obviously but like on the other end I don't know I don't know why I'm babbling on about him um yeah being in love is like a great thing though like it's yeah. Ugh. I'm sorry. No, it's oh, beautiful. God. No, it really now is. Now only I can bring that into my scene. <laughs> no, it's oh my god, you really should. It's really beautiful. Oh god. Um well I'm gonna ask you some like fun light questions oh, now. Thank God. Um okay, so I mean obviously you, yes, but who should everyone be following on Instagram right now that's not you? Oh god. Um, definitely people that post food. Um, oh my god. I don't know. I like to watch food videos. Like, I watch, like, Tasty. tasty. And stuff. Um, I know that's lame. No, it's fine. But, like, is there one Instagram there account that you're just, oh, like... Let me look. Yeah, go get, get your phone. Let me look. Give me a person. Who do I search the most? Yeah, give me a suggested user. Mmm... <laughs> No, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to make you cry. No, no, no. It's fine. It's just, yeah, I still love him probably. God forbid he ever reads this interview. Well, it's okay. I'm going to edit it. Oh, thank God. Who do I like? I like I like other like videos, what you should watch videos. Dessert Bay. Do I follow them? I should. Daily desserts and more. Literally like any <laughs> New York like food account. Let me just see who I like watch the most. Is there a way to find that recent? Okay. Um, hey, you're on here. I am? The Scout Archives is on here. hey <laughs> Okay, I'm so sorry. This was, like, a bad idea. Um, who do I like on Instagram that's, like, a person? I should have, like, come prepared with No, this it's fine. I didn't give you any, um, info, so it makes sense. Let me see who I send to my friend the most. Okay. I'm almost sure it's food videos. Okay. Like, NYC Eats, or, like, Betches, or, like, oh, God. Spoon University, New Fork City. Great. Okay, I'll take all of them. Amazing. Okay, good. <laughs> Betches is kind of funny, like, if you want, or, like, Insta-single. <laughs> Insta-single? Yeah. Great. Or, like, I don't know, anything with food, like, legit food. NYC Eats, I, we send a lot to each other. Okay, great. Great. Yeah. Love it. Um, I just really like food, so... What's your favorite venue to see a concert at? Okay, I've always wanted to go to Madison Square Garden. I've never been, like, for a concert. Oh, you really so, like, haven't? No. Oh, we should go. Yeah, we should go. Um, so I can't say that's my favorite, but, like, I've always dreamed of going there or playing there. Um, the place I usually go is just, like, the Staples Center. So, like, that's, like, meh. But um, it's a Staples Center. Like, it's cool. But there isn't, like, a favorite, like, even, like, a coffee shop or, like, some place that mm. you would go that you would see some, like, weird-ass local band play or something? Or a place that maybe you'd want to play that is more, like, that, that you frequented a there's lot? Like, there's, like, this place called the Coach House. That would be pretty cool to play where I live. It's, like, like the local, like, the star, like, place that stars play. But <laughs> The Coach House? Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, it's, like, it's, like, in San Juan. It's, like, dirt on the floor, kind of cool, like, vibey. I don't know. Or somewhere in New York. I think it'd be really cool to play in New York. But yeah. I don't know, like, places in New York I could play um, yet. <laughs> 
I know, I'm the worst. No. Um, what do you think happens to us after we die? Oh, this is a fun question. Okay, so I'm, I was, like, raised Catholic, so, like, obviously I believe in God and, like, everything. Um, but I also so totally could see, like, when you die, you being, like, reincarnated. This is so weird, but, like, think about it. When you die and you, like, see the light, it's, like, you coming out of someone else's womb. Like, boom, brain. Yeah. Or you go to heaven. I don't know. I believe in both. I think the first, the, I don't know which one's more, like, makes more sense, like, but I don't think we just, like, die and go into nowhere. Like, I think that there has to be more. Like, there definitely has to be. There, or there could be, like, another dimension. Like, I don't know. The world is, like, our oyster. Who knows? Um, Amazing. Um, if one song describes you, what is it? Oh, no! One song? Yep. Sorry. <laughs> you look queen. Pick a queen song. No, no. If one song describes me into this one I listen to such depressing music it's okay I do too oh, oh okay there's a song that I have that like I think like describes me or like my favorite song because they're very different well I mean if they go hand in hand then it could be your favorite song too it's but... not my favorite song but I think do you know Frank Sinatra's song Lady, The Lady's a Triumph yes yeah I love that's that you? Yeah, I feel like that's kind of me. Okay, great. And that's weird. That's a good choice, though. It I could, could see it. It could be a good song. Good, good song choice. I'm kind of looking. Um, or Life of the Party from Wild Party. Just oh kidding. God. Not that song. But... Okay. Um, you can keep asking questions while I scroll through my... Okay. Right now, my favorite artist is Pink. Because she just released a bomb-ass album. Like, everyone go listen to Beautiful Trauma like, right now. I love her. Did you hear her new album? Yeah, it's really good. It's like the best album she's released, I yeah, think, since really like good. the carnival one or whatever. Yeah. You know the one I'm talking Fun about? Fun House or whatever. Fun House, yeah. Fun, whatever. Um, mm, I like really do listen to depressing music. Oh, Define Gravity is probably like me in a song. Like I just like have, that song's written on my wall. Like the notes are like on my wall at home. Like it's just like, it's a song that's like marked my life. I feel like because... People have just been so, like, not people have been mean. I don't want to be like, people have been mean. Like, I'm bitter. But, like, high school was a time. I'm just going to leave it at that. And so, like, Defying Gravity, like, always kept me going. Like, that song. And, like, No Good. That, I know this is so trite because it's, like, wicked. But, like, <laughs> that song, like, No Good Deed, like, and, like, Wizard. Like, all of those songs just were, like, me sticking it to, like, all the, like, bitches. Mm-hmm. The bitches. No, but, but, like, actually, like. Yeah. You know. um So, like, probably, like, just a bunch of wicked songs are, like, me. Yeah, even though when people meet me, they're like, you're so much more Glinda. I'm like, okay, well, fine. That's why it's called acting. Anyway. I love that. That's great. I think that makes sense. Um, What are you most afraid of in life? Um, Not being, uh, not being, like, successful, kind of. Like, I just... I'm, like, already starting to freak out about, like, not being far enough in my career already, and, like, I'm a sophomore in college, and I always compare myself to people who are, like, four years older than me, or, like, didn't go to school, so, like, they're farther along than me, but also, like, you know, you trade off, so I think for me, like, and I don't know, you can define success however you want, it's just, like, this is always what I've wanted, or not always what I've wanted to do, actually, but this is, like, what I've wanted to do for quite some time, and now that I'm, like, all in, it's, like, if I don't make it, I'm going to be like, I don't know. I literally have no idea what I'm going to do with my life. So I think it's just kind of like how unknown this business is scares me um, because you really do have to be at the right place at the right time, knowing the right people, um, you know, and it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's scary. That's like scares me. Um, also, like, obviously I don't want to be like miserable. Like you can be successful and miserable, so it kind of just like, but I think that's what scares me the most is like this this business and just like the uncertainty of it and like I want to be successful and like I'm not going to stop until I'm like successful. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> um, I had another question that was more in like the longer questions that I'm just I forgot to put it on here, but I'm going to ask you it now. So okay. 
you're like would you wouldn't say you're the strongest dancer in our class. <laughs> but I like was always so I mean literally so many people would talk about it with me last year. <laughs> really? Oh god. No, no, not that you were a bad dancer. And better now. I mean we should send them a video like, of me in dancing. like our contemporary dance class how you would just not give a fuck. You would just be like, "You know what? I'm just living my life and just doing the moves the way that my body can do them and that's just <laughs> yeah. it. And I'm just here to learn." Me. How did you even like get into that mindset when like something that like that's as vulnerable as like dancing in front of people? It's like really hard to have that mindset. So like how did you even like be able to just go into a room with a lot of really good, talented dancers or people of different levels or whatever and not compare yourself to other people and just be like, I'm doing what my body is doing. Okay, that's a good question. So one thing that I think maybe helped with this is I had a, well, I had an appointment for the Dirty Dancing Tour um, and my agent had told the casting director that I had been taking dance for six years, lol. Um, and <laughs> so I walked in, and like all of these real dancers, like obviously real dancers, we had to like learn this combo, and I was just standing there like, <laughs> like oh I'm dead. God. This was before I went to NYU, so like it was really before I could like had no train, like actually. Um, so and I had to not give a fuck there because they took us in like fours, and like we had to dance in front of everyone, and like I was sitting there like. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. I can't imagine you. Um, so there's that. Also, because I'm not a good dancer, and I think this is like one of the things about like acting and singing that I've learned in the, in this program is that so I like consider myself a singer or actor and like so if I didn't reach my own standards in those classes, I like was am like really hard on myself. Like, you know, you're my acting class this year, like even this year, I'm like, uh, like my scene the other day, you know, it was a disaster. Um it maybe it was wasn't a disaster, a disaster, but it just like it could have been better, you know, and like and like I didn't reach my own standard of myself, right, you know. You're on and yourself. what I feel like people expect of me. So and like what people expect of me in singing too, like at home I was like known as the singer. Like I was the singer. So, like, last year in vocal performance, I got two songs that I absolutely hated, and so therefore I hated getting up in class because I didn't show my best self. With dance, I have no expectations. So I'm kind of just like, everyone already knows I suck, so it doesn't really matter. Um, Yeah, so I guess that's, like, the best way to put it. It's just kind of, like, having no expectations in that vein kind of helps, and I think it helps me get out of my head, which I'm trying to do with, with acting right now, too. So Okay, great. Yeah. I just was really curious about that. That's a good question. Um, if you could, re- okay, so if you could restart your life and you could have different talents, oh, different wow. wants in life, what would it look like? What would just be like another Morgan Higgins life? Okay, well, I definitely would have started taking dance at the age of one. Um, <laughs> but even if for like, starters, would you? Oh, what would I do? Like, yeah, like what? Oh, okay. If so you just didn't even want to be an actor prior to being wanting to do this, I like, wanted to go into business. Hmm. Uh, fun, like. Because my mom was, a, like, a businesswoman. Like, she worked on Wall Street, and, like, she, like, did a bunch of... I told you this. Um, and, like, I just remember going to, like, her conferences when I was, like, six. Um, and she used to wear these, like, amazing suits. She always looked, like, so pretty and, like, put together. And she would just, like, be in charge of, like, all these guys. And they would all just be, like, watching her because she's, like, hot and, like, smart. And, like, all of this, like... She's hot, smart, and, like... She can command a room, and I was just like, I want to be like that. Like, I want to be, like, a baller like my mom. Mm-hmm. So, that's, like, kind of where my life was going, and, like, you know, I've even, like, sometimes been like, maybe I should, like, switch to Stern and, like, just do, like, a business major, or, like, business entertainment or whatever, um, because, like, I still could see myself, like, doing that. It's just, obviously, like I said, I love singing so much that it's, like, singing and acting and dancing. It's, like, why would I ever leave? So, um, like, that's probably, I, I feel like... I would focus more in school and like I'd do that if I like wasn't wasn't a singer or like a performer mm-hmm. because like I'm good at like business I could be businessy it's just a lot of people like, like you said I come off very like bubbly so like but I, can, I also have this like business side to me like I've had to like talk through contracts with like agents I've had to like negotiate contracts with like record deal labels that I like didn't end up taking but like you have to put on your business half for that and like I can do that too um but I don't know like again I mean that's like the only other path I could ever see for myself um yeah because I just I don't know like I'm not like what else am I good at like I don't that's the thing is like I can't even imagine like 
not, I don't know. But if I could go back and have this life over again, I would start taking dance classes at one. Oh my god. And probably like take voice lessons um, earlier than I like started taking voice lessons. Hmm. Yeah. And just be like more focused and not like <laughs> obsessed with my boyfriend. Got it. Ugh. Well, this has been fab. This has been Those great. Are questions. Wow, that was easy. You did a great job. Thank you. Thanks for Thanks letting for me interview you. Of course. Thank you. All right. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I loved asking Morgan these questions. She's always so busy and so all over the place so it's hard to find a time where we can both sit down and discuss things that I've always wanted to ask her about her life back at home and her experiences with these different parts of her life in film and television and theater and her family so it was really really awesome to get to know her in that way I hope that you guys check out the photos and Keep watching. If you haven't started already, you should, Mr. Student Body President, because it's pretty awesome. And I'm sure you're going to see a lot more of Morgan soon. So thank you so much to Morgan Higgins, and thank you for listening. And I'll see you guys next time. Okay, bye.